Good morning, Christchurch, and it is so good to be back with you today. I've had a couple of weeks off, just making sure I had a little bit of time away uh, before Simon leaves us next Sunday. And I would encourage you to join with us either live in church or online as we say goodbye to Simon and the family and uh, pray for them as they start their new adventure. As I listened to Simon's sermon last week, I was looking at the passage he used and uh, I was taken with the, the verses that followed that passage. And those verses, as you've just heard, talk about the relationship between love and fear. And of course, we live in an environment of fear, don't we? Right now, everyone is consumed by what will happen, uh, whether people will get sick or not. Uh, this has been going on for months. And I don't know about you, but as far as I can see, that culture of fear is starting to take its toll on people. Because when fear gets a, a hold of people, it is destructive. Now we all know that there is a good side to fear. Fear is a common emotion. We all have fears. And it's quite right, we should be afraid of putting our hand in the fire. You would naturally be afraid of a lion that came into the room, stood next to you. That fear is natural and it's good. It's given to us for a reason, to help keep us safe. But when fear gets a hold of us, when fear especially gets a hold of our spirits, it becomes destructive. And I just feel that right now we're in danger of fear getting a hold of our spirits and it damaging us. And I want to think a little bit about that this morning. See, when fear is good, it's great. When you've got control of it, when you make good judgments and decisions out of fear, then everything's fine. But the problem with fear is they can hold us to such an extent that we make bad decisions and bad judgments. I was taken this week by, uh, I saw on, on Facebook, uh, two videos just by chance uh, of people out in the wild coming face to face with a bird. Now, I don't know about you, if I came to face, face to face with a bird anywhere, my fear would kick in and I would run. I'd be off as quickly as I could. But these people both did exactly the right thing. They stood still, they did not look the bear in the eye, and they remained calm. They must have been terrified, but they remained calm, and they made good decisions. And after the bear poked them and prodded them a little bit, uh, they, on both occasions, the bear wandered off. See, to run would have been the wrong thing. To follow your fear and run at that point would have simply meant the bear would have chased you down and you'd be lunch. To overcome your fear and to make good judgments and good decisions, in this case, enabled these two people to stay alive. Fear is something that we need to control. And it seems to me as as we now face kind of further restrictions on Merseyside and other parts of the country, as we face the potential of another lockdown, that the fear of COVID-19 will kind of overwhelm us. We can't allow that to happen. Time and time again, we know this in scripture, don't we, that God says, do not fear. 
And by that, it doesn't mean don't allow, don't have the emotion of fear. That's there for all of us. But what it means is don't allow fear to cloud your judgment. Don't allow fear to be the influencer, the main influence of your decisions. We are called to live out a life of faith and love, not fear. And I wonder where you are today. Is fear kind of crowding in? Is fear starting to just overwhelm you a little bit? As you look out on the roads and into a, a people gathering, does fear start to stir up? Is there other things in your life that are bringing fear into your heart? Bill Johnson said this some years ago, that the emotion of fear is not a sin. It's just natural for all of us. But partnering with fear is. When you start to make your decisions and shape your life around fear, then you are stepping out of what God wants for you. See, fear does some things. The first thing it does is it, it disengages us from God. Because as fear starts to kind of well up within us and starts to overwhelm us, we take our eyes off God and we start to look at fear. It disengages us from the source of our life. Fear also disengages us from other people. And that's equally as important as disengaging us from God. Because we are called to community and we are called to love other people and we are called to connect with other people. That's what we see in scripture. We are called to a brand new community. And so fear always brings in the possibility of us disconnecting from other people. And here, one of the things I see right now is that uh, even when the lockdown restrictions were lifted, I came across people time and time again who were mentally and emotionally still locked down who had disconnected themselves from other people, who even though they were out and about to some extent, had effectively shut, shut themselves off from others out of fear. And that wells up in all sorts of other ways, with things like racism and other sorts of fears. We want to shut ourselves up from certain types of people when we are all called to love everyone. So fear disengages us from others. And if, it dis if fear disengages us from God and disengages us from other people, it then disengages us from our mission. Our mission to reach out to those who are lost, to those who need to hear the gospel. If you are in any way influenced by fear, I can guarantee that in some way it is influencing your mission negatively. Fear is destructive when we allow it to shape our decisions. It disengages us from God, from others, and from our mission. But what we read in our passage today is this, that perfect love drives out fear. See, we do not have to stay in that state where fear controls us. We can get control of fear. When God says fear not, it's because he has the grace available to you to overcome your fear. 
That is the wonderful thing in this. You do not have to stay in that place of being overcome by fear. Perfect love drives out fear. And the Greek word for perfect there means complete, it means whole. It means um, without lack. This is love that is complete. And it means two things here. And the obvious thing is it's God's love for us. God's love for us is complete and whole and it is total. And his love for you is bigger than any fear that you have. I want to share with you a reading that um, I came across. Uh, and this kind of blows me away a little bit. It's from Isaiah 51. I'm going to read from verse 12. It says this, I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you fear mere mortals, human beings who are but grass, that you forget the Lord your maker, who stretches out the heavens, who lays the foundations of the earth, that you live in constant terror every day? There, God's saying this. He's saying, Look at who I am. Look at effectively how big I am. I am the one who created everything that you see. Why then do you fear? And he says, who are you that you should fear? In other words, are your fears so unique and special that in some way they trump the size and the power of God's love for you? And of course, the answer to that is no. God's love for you is bigger than all your fears. And his love can cast out and drive out and push out all the fear that you have. You see, when you come into contact with the love of God, you understand that you are safe. I wanna say that again. When you contact, when you get in contact with the love of God, when you connect with it deeply, you understand one thing, and that is that you are safe. That does not mean that you wander around and put your hands in the mouths of lions and that kind of thing. It just means that whatever happens in this world, there will always be a day when you will go to be with him forever. Your eternal destiny is safe. See, we can't guarantee anything in this world. There is nothing that is safe in this world. There's no life to live in this world that is without risk. We all face that. But we, as Christians, can rest in the love of God, knowing that whatever happens, he will continue to love us and one day will welcome us to be with him forever. And so I want to encourage you today to, to draw near to God and to meet him in a place where you can receive his love. Let me just read something for you from Psalm 34. Psalm says this, I sought the Lord, he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Seek the Lord, rest in his love and allow that love to melt your fear away. But the second part of this is this, this whole passage that uh, we had read to us isn't simply about God's love for us or our love for God, it's about our love for each other. And you cannot disconnect those, th those things at all. Our love for God and his love for us and our love for other people, they are deeply connected. And so when Paul says here 
perfect love drives out fear. It's interesting, he doesn't say God's perfect love. He just says perfect love drives out fear. And I think this is a call for all of us to learn how to love other people more completely and more perfectly. Because when you do that, there is nothing that you need to be afraid of in them because you love them. The more you learn to love people, the more, the, the more you are able to live life without fear. These things go hand in hand. You cannot disconnect our love for God, his love for us, and our love for each other. They are deeply connected. What are you struggling with today? What fears are threatening to overwhelm you? I want you right now, wherever you are, to simply close your eyes and to just rest for a moment in the presence of God. And I'm gonna pray for you. And right now, wherever you are, whether you're watching this live or later on, if you're watching a recording, God can meet with you right now. And you can allow him to start to cast out your fear so that you can live a life that is fully engaged with God and fully engaged with other people and fully engaged with the mission of God. So right now, just close your eyes. Focus on Jesus. Focus on his love for you. Lord God, I pray for all those who are watching this right now. And Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would fall on them. That you would draw them into a deeper place of experiencing your love. And that right now, that you would start to melt away their fear. Holy Spirit, come now and fill those who are watching with your power. I pray that the truth, that nothing can separate us from the love of God, would become a reality for each and every one of them. And that they would live by that truth. Amen.